your financial plan will be tested time after time. You need a plan you know will withstand the test of time. Welcome to the Tempest podcast with Daniel Pakin, Robert Schlesinger and the rest of the team from Tempest Financial Group. In this podcast, we help business owners and families create a financial plan rooted in fundamental financial principles. Join us for this journey where we explore time-tested financial, retirement and tax strategies built to protect, save and grow through a lifelong relationship. Let the show begin. Hello and welcome to the Tempest podcast with your hosts, Rob Schlesinger and Daniel Pakin. I'm Wendy McConnell. Hello, guys. How are you? Doing great. Excited to be here. All right. So we were talking about this is the very first podcast. There's a little bit of nerves, but, you know, I have a good feeling about you guys. We're going to have a lot of fun and we're going to get out a lot of information. So let's dive right in. Sounds let's good. Let's do it. All right. Let's talk about Tempest. What is the history? How did it get started? Tell me everything. Okay. Well, we're excited to do this. Um, yeah. Good place to start is what is Tempest? How did this happen? So I started this business uh, in this business 16 years ago. And uh, before I was in the financial services industry, I was in a very different industry. I was in the um, film industry, on location film production, uh, working on movies and TV shows. And I was mainly um, a sound engineer, a boom operator. So the fuzzy thing they hold over the actor's heads. That's so what I fun. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Worked on a lot of good stuff, you know, Sex in the City and The Sopranos, Devil Wears Prada. If you go to, if you Google the uh, bloopers reel of a Devil Wears Prada, you'll see me like a minute into it. I walk right into the frame. It's great. You'll see me. It's all um, of my favorite shows and movies. Oh, there you go. Well, I will tell you that um, that is an industry that is often a lot more glamorous from the outside as is from the inside. It can be really rewarding, really great people in that industry, but, you know, just sort of felt a little unsatisfied in it. And just was at a point in my life where I said, if ever I'm going to try something else, this is it. So I knew somebody in this business and said, you know what, let me give this a shot. I can always go back to being a boom operator. I always had an interest in finance. And so I started and it was hard. It was really one of the hardest things I ever had to do coming into a new industry. I was 30 years old talking to my friends about finance. When you first start, you're really reaching out to your natural market. So here I was saying, I'm a financial advisor. And you know they were like, Dan, you're a boom operator. You want to be my financial advisor? So quite a change. You have to <laughs> a little bit of a change. And it was intimidating. Somebody used to say when I started, I couldn't spell IRA, but hung in there and uh, eventually had some success and good things led to other good things. And ultimately found that yeah this is something that I'm that I'm good at and I like it and you you start to realize that you know it's not it's not rocket science really what we do but a lot of it is really just helping people and it's being able to communicate it's being trustworthy um it's being able to explain these concepts to people and you know sure enough you're making a big impact on their lives and that can that can certainly have an effect on both them and me so 
that was it. I was off and running. And about three years into it, the firm, the bigger firm that we're at is called Strategies for Wealth. They had said, you know, with something to think about would be hiring a protege, which is some kind of like a junior, a support person who can who can help you and kind of get you to the next level. And that was scary also. But I said, all right, I'll give it a shot. And that's where Rob came in. Rob was my original what's called protege. And that ended up being a good decision. I'm glad because uh, Rob <laughs> immediately knew this. This is a good guy who can help me, and you know, also certainly has a bright future in the business. And that was it. We were off and running, and with with Rob, he really did help me get to the next level and really help with my clients. And you know, from there, there was a my other partner is Craig Katz. We're similar ages, similar, and he we we sort of got together and decided let's combine resources. And um, we did, and we hired some admin. And from there, we just started having more advisors join the team and the juniors ended up becoming seniors. And much like Rob, he kind of transitioned to being having his own practice and just has taken off and been very successful. And a couple of years ago, we made uh, Rob a partner. So it's uh, me, Craig and Rob are the partners of Tempest. And now we have 17 people and you know we have specialists in different areas and we haven't looked back since and we got a, a real nice thing going and 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 yeah it's been it's been great it must be so satisfying to see something that you started and see it grow and now be up to 17 i mean i can't even imagine having one person <laughs> 17 it's great yeah and you know i think that you know the story I think that difficulty that I had in that transition of coming from being a boom operator to a financial advisor, like I still remember that. I will never forget that. Some of the hardest days were were those first beginning days. And I think that that motivated me a lot to create this team because I think I often think I wish somebody had taken me under their wing and kind of showed me what to do and what to say. And that's the environment that we've made is, you know, we care very much about nurturing and helping new advisors and, you know, helping them grow and succeed. And we've had a, a pretty good track record with that. And obviously that that benefits all of our clients. So, Dan, did you know um, Rob before you hired him or did you like kind of, you know, old school put an ad in the paper type thing? No, the firm had come to us. I think, Rob, you you were friendly with uh, somebody else who was in the firm. And mm-hmm. uh, you could tell, I think you were at like, you, you could say you were at Northwestern. Yeah, right? I was I was at another planning firm at the time. And just to expand on what Dan was saying, how this can be a really lonely business if you're kind of in it on your own, which is what my experience was at the firm that I was coming from. And even though we weren't Tempest at that time when I joined Dan almost 14 years ago now, crazy crazy to think that how long ago that was i was i was a baby but i experienced what it felt like to be alone and again even though we weren't tempest at that time joining something right having someone that i knew was there to support me and me to support him obviously in different ways with different roles at that time it made it less lonely which makes it a little bit easier it's still hard right no doubt about it especially when you're starting out but i think that's part of what Dan's vision was to even expand on that, right? This kind of mini team that we were creating without even probably even realizing what we were creating at the time and to see what it's become today as 
this Tempest Financial Group with 17 people and this kind of family culture we've created on the team. It's really it, it's it's incredibly rewarding. It really is. And then the impact that that then has on all of our clients. How do you feel about being called a protege? I mean, it sounds like a dirty word to me. <laughs> well, we're actually very recently have changed that term on our team and they are now junior uh, advisors. Um, but yes, you are you are right in thinking that, which is why that change has taken place. At the time, I got to tell you, I thought it sounded cool and anything was better than what I was doing prior. So <laughs> I was happy to take take them up on it. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, you know, you guys have now decided to do this podcast. What is it that you're hoping to get across when it comes to the podcast? So I think starting with, you know, why why are we doing this, right? What what is this all about? And it's something that Dan and I have been talking about for for a while and, you know, a little nervous getting into it, you know, this being our first episode and it certainly takes some time and some traction. But I think the main thing that we're trying to accomplish here is delivering continuous value to our clients. I think that's really primarily what this is about. And, you know, we walk our clients through a very structured process and there's a lot of conversations that take place in those series of meetings. And oftentimes those conversations fade. So what we really wanted to do, at least getting this thing started, is having a place where we document versions of those conversations so that our clients can then go back to those episodes for a refresher. Right. Uh, we'll get into what's coming towards the end, but we're going to have these episodes structured to say, oh, what was what was that meeting about? And we'll be able to point to, hey, go check it out on this podcast. Of course, we're always available to you know refresh our clients memories. But just having that, I think, is going to be really valuable. And separate from that, we meet with clients in all different industries, right, all different professions from doctors to lawyers tech people, teachers, you know, acro across the board. Boom operators. <laughs> Dan's the only boom operator that I know of, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> but yes, right. It really does go across a pretty broad spectrum of clientele. And we meet some really interesting people. I mean, that's one of the joys of doing this, right? We get to work with really anybody. Um, in the beginning, you know, you work with whoever will work with you. Uh, but as you progress, right, you get to start to be a little bit more, more picky in that. And we get to, like I said, meet some really, really interesting people that have some really interesting things to share. And part of this, you know, the future of this is to have those individuals as guests on our podcast so that they could share that with all of you, right? That's another big piece of this as well. Absolutely. Um, that's a great part of it. And, and that will add even more value to everybody who's listening. Dan, how are you guys different? There, there's a lot of advisors out there. So what, what makes you guys stand apart? Yeah, well, I think first off, not everyone uses an advisor. I think when it comes to finances, it's often something that um, it's not taught in school and it's not kind of talked about at the dinner table. And a lot of people kind of do things in a one-off way. You know, you get a job, you get a 401k, you get a kid, you get life insurance, you get a house, you get a mortgage. And there isn't really a coherent plan of what you're doing. And before you know it, you have like a, a junk drawer full of financial items. So first off, we're obviously big proponents in working with somebody to help guide you through these things. 
but yeah, a financial, you know, I think to be considered a financial advisor, you could basically sell car insurance and you can call yourself a financial advisor. A lot of people wear that hat. Um, a lot of what's out there of what you think of a financial advisor is really just an asset manager. They're going to talk to you about their investments. They're going to talk to you about diversification and getting a return. And a lot of it is just like, let's try and get you to the biggest number we can get to. And that's really what planning is. We take a different approach. It's definitely more of personal CFO approach. Um, we're having conversation about everything. You know, We're going to talk about anything from insurance to saving to um, your mortgage to investing and, and everything in between. So it's really a macro perspective and we're having conversations about everything in people's financial world. I would say there's three key differences. Number one is we very much believe in protection first. When building a plan, we absolutely believe that you have to protect, pr protect today's to prepare for tomorrow. Right. So we have to make sure if things go wrong, you're properly buttoned up. That's always where we start with every one of our clients is understand the curveballs, make sure you're set up there. Unfortunately, most advisors don't do that. So we're having conversations about things that don't don't may not necessarily benefit us, but we're talking about your property and casualty insurance. You're setting up your legal documents and your wills, life insurance, disability insurance, all these important items. I think the other big distinction is we are firm believers that the most important part of a financial plan is is saving and is your savings rate. We know that if you can save more, you'll have more money at the end of the day than if you got an extra rate of return on what you're doing. So your savings rate is key. It's the most important. So we spend a lot of time with our clients around cash flow, maximizing what they're saving, creating systems and discipline around saving. Um, and that obviously has has probably the biggest impact on them. I think lastly, again, you know, a lot of these conversations with financial advisors, it is about getting to that biggest number that you can get to. And we just don't think the conversation ends there. Like we need to kind of talk about, and then what, right? We got into this number, like this whole phase of life of not working, you're in this distribution phase of retirement. Like, don't you think it's important to have a conversation of what life really looks like in that phase? What are all the problems? What are all the concerns that you can have when no more paychecks are coming in? And now this needs to last for a long time. So we're talking about strategies to maximize cash flow, not so much what the number is, but what it can produce. And yeah, that's that's sort of the key differences. I'm going to elaborate on that just, just for a moment. I think one of the things we've really tried to accomplish here at Tempest is to really have that family office feel for those who may not have gotten to that level of wealth to re that requires their own family office, right? So what does that mean? We want to be that single point of contact for everything financial. Oftentimes, we find a client has their money manager, a CPA, an estate attorney, their property and casualty broker, so on and so forth. And none of those people end up in the same room together. And that often creates inefficiencies, right? So if we're the single point of contact and we have those resources to cater to all facets of somebody's plan, they don't necessarily have to use our people. But if we are that single point of contact, we know the coordination between all of these different things and items that are being worked on so that we could avoid those inefficiencies that are often created. Does that mean that you work with their people or you just let them know, hey, you got to tell the accountant this? 
really both, right? Some people have strong ties, you know, their brother-in-law is their CPA, right? We're not going to try to combat with that relationship. We want to respect that relationship, but we're going to bring them into the picture, right? Important for them to understand what we're working on together, especially if it is the CPA, right? Everything from from taxes and, and accounting like that, that, that has to be coordinated and they need to know what we're up to. Right. So it, it goes both ways. And it has a lot to do with the lifestyle that you want to live. I mean, some people need a lot of money to keep all of their eight houses going. Other people have just a little bungalow and they're, they're fine with just a little bit of money coming in. So that's something that ranges drastically from person to person. That's true. It, it is all relative and everyone is a little bit different and life circumstances are a little bit different. But the reality is, is there's rules to the game and those rules don't really change. There's specific rules of what you should be saving, what you should have liquid, what your protection should be. And again, if your net worth is $10 million or if your net worth is $100,000, those rules don't necessarily change. They're the fundamentals to have a plan that work. And, you know, unfortunately, just a lot of people aren't aware of those. So are you talking about like percentages and stuff like that? Like your percentage of savings you're supposed to be saving and all right, what's the percentage? Come on, give it, let me have it. Let me have it. Right. (laughs) Well, and that's, that's kind of, you know, you bring up a good point because Dan said we start with protection first, but what we really start with even before that is what are your goals and dreams? And when you ask that question, nobody says their goals and dreams are a 14% rate of return, right? That's, that's not what the dream is. That would be weird. Yeah, that that you know that that would be a red flag to us, right? (laughs) What we do here is we want a vacation home on the beach, right? We want to retire when we're sixty, right? Or at least have the option to, right? That's a whole different conversation for another day. Of what does that really mean? What does retirement really mean? And we devise a plan around that, right? So to your point, yes. Everyone's situation is different. Everyone's goals and dreams are different. What I think everyone or mostly everyone has in common is they want to be moving towards some form of financial independence. Yeah. I think everyone, everyone is, you know, it's amazing when you do this, a lot of different personality types, people are wired differently. People have different goals. I think ultimately what, what we're delivering is peace of mind. We want we want to deliver confidence that there's a goal and we're going to follow it and we're going to we're going to get there and i think you know kind of when people walk through the door if you ask enough questions to them really what they want is they just want to know they're going to be okay they want to know this is all going to work out and and that's that's really what we're looking to create so what can we expect for the future of the tempest podcast what's coming up so the way we're going to the way we're going to start this for the next series of podcasts is kind of what i alluded to earlier which is that that place where we're going to document the series of conversations that we have with our clients i'm going to pull up a quick piece here that kind of highlights that and we could walk through it briefly together we walk all of our clients through a process right and this goes back to what dan was talking about with this protection first And it's not all about just money management and rate of return, right? What we've discovered in this larger firm, Strategies for Wealth's almost 100 years of existence is this concept of structural integrity, the structural integrity of everybody's financial plan. And really what that means, just a quick analogy around it, think about 
building a house, for example, right? You don't start building a house with the upstairs bathroom, right? You start building a house with the foundation and you build and expand on that so that there is a real core and real, you know, a real fundamental basis that you could expand on. And what we've identified is that there's really eight items that make up the structural integrity of everybody's financial plan. It starts with liability protection, and that's going to be our next episode. And this is really about making sure that you are buttoned up, the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed on everything from homeowners, auto insurance, umbrella insurance, even professional liability, things of that nature. And we're likely going to have, or I should say, we will have a guest speaker named Michael Silverman on that episode, who is really the expert as it relates to liability protection. The next conversation we're going to have is on disability income replacement and long-term care insurance. This is really about protecting your income, right? Making sure that if anything ever happened, you got sick, you got hurt, your income is the driver of everything you have going for your future. If that income is interrupted, we want to make sure there are protection items in place so that that continues. Part of our team, we have um, a branch called Tempest MD. These are two great individuals, uh, Chris Weber and Pete Heckman, and they specialize in the physician marketplace. And they are the experts in disability insurance and protecting your income. And we're going to have them come on and talk about um, making sure that you know you understand what that means and how you can go about it and button all that up. Uh, the next episode is going to be on wills and trusts and legal documents. These are laws that are ever-changing, and we're going to have an expert come on and talk about you know, what's going on in the industry, in regulations, and make, you know, these are things, you know, even simple things like, you know, you have a kid, you're building a family, you want to make sure you have things like your guardian and executor and trustee and very simple documents just to make sure, again, those what ifs are taken care of. So then we're going to talk about amounts and types of life insurance. You Google how much life insurance should I have? You're going to get something like 100 million hits. This is, there's a lot here. There's a lot of information here. There's a lot of education to be had here. The most important part of the conversation is the amounts, right? And that's really where we start. So just making sure, again, same as uh, the wills and the trust, right? You're having a family. You want to make sure, God forbid, something happens. Your family is going to be okay. Dan mentioned earlier, we focus a lot on savings rate versus rate of return, right? Having systems in place to really make sure that we're capturing all of the savings opportunities that are possible is, is paramount, right? Again, the, the driver of the future of the financial plan is how much you could simply just put away on a monthly or annual basis. So we're going to educate you on what those systems are, how they work, and how to be most efficient in that category. The, the next category is liquidity, right? So we want our clients to think about this in kind of two ways. And we'll get into this more, of course, in that episode. But, you know, there's the emergency fund, which is what most people think of when they think about liquidity. Uh, but then there's really like the opportunity fund. One, two, three times in your lifetime, there's that opportunity that comes about. And we want to make sure that our clients are always liquid enough to pull the trigger on an opportunity like that 
But how do we go about that? Where are the best places to hold on to that liquidity? Number seven is debt structure, right? There's good debt, there's bad debt. How do we make sure we're taking advantage of the, the best rates and having the most efficient structure as it relates to debt? And the last one is our investment conversation, right? How do we think about the stock market? What are the rules to the game? About a year ago, we hired um, our director of investments, Kevin Kulak, who is a huge asset to the team and value add for our clients. And we're going to have some really interesting conversations around that one. And we probably won't squeeze that all into one episode, to be honest. But that's what to expect. And from there, you know, we're going to have a lot of a lot of our clients, a lot of our different um, strategic relationships come on and just share a lot of the you know information and education that they have to offer. So a lot more to come. OK, so anything you guys want to close with any last remarks, any feelings of how you're doing? Well, we're excited for this. And kind of like Rob said, we've kind of mapped out the next eight podcasts and they're important because these are the fundamental conversations that we have with our clients. And even for people who aren't clients, this is a resource to say, huh, what was it about disability insurance that I need to know? Or what was I, what was about? And now you'll be able to go to this podcast and you can learn really everything you needed to know about whatever the topic is. And it's always going to be there for you. So this is where we're starting. There's more to this. We're definitely going to have conversations around college planning, around retirement, so many different things. And then, you know, we're going to have guests on. So start of uh, of something that we think is going to be very, very valuable for a lot of people. And, and you know, this is our first episode. You know, we're just we're, get, we're getting used to this, but we want to have fun with this, too. Right. We want to keep this educational. We want to keep it conversation conversational and um, ultimately get feedback from all of you that are listening. Sounds good. So if somebody has some questions, how do they get in touch with you guys? So we have our, our website, which is Tempest, T-E-M-P-U-S dash financial.com. And through there, there's a contact page where you can find their information. All of our the whole team is on there. All of our emails are on there. So feel free to check us out. All right. Sounds good. Looking forward to much more from you guys. And thank you for listening today. Please like, follow, and share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. Thank you for listening to the Tempest podcast. Visit our website at tempest-financial.com or give us a call at 516 672 0784. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Tempest Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with, 
or endorsed by PAS, Guardian, or Tempest Financial Group, LLC, and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Robert Schlesinger and Daniel Piankin are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS. Securities products and advisory services offered through PAS member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Tempest Financial Group, LLC, is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. Robert Schlesinger's California Insurance License Number 0H91023. Danielle Pinkins' California Insurance License Number 0I17252.